It's a podcast. Welcome back to More Garbage. Happy holidays and welcome back to More Garbage Podcast, Episode 9. Today, your hosts, myself, DJ Vandal, and DJ FTL of the Digital Confusion Crew, alongside special guests, Fubzilla of Just Add Beer, Stephen Dirks of Euphoria in Brooklyn, and choreographer, dancer, Marina Teremitz. Hello, everybody. My name is Marina Teremitz, and this is More Garbage. Garbage. I don't want to talk while I chew. I'm a nice Russian polite uh, person. Oh, yeah. That's oh, why you shouldn't, that's why you shouldn't eat really when you're mad. on air. Just, well, well, hello, I'm not done eating. Well, we'll edit out the this, chewing. This segment's called avocado toast. This segment's called oh, eating with, oh, with no. food, in your, food in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. That'll be $15. Actually, yeah. I'm going to eat a bunch of food and we'll just talk about something very important. I mean, I want to know when the, the embargo is going to happen. The um, avocado embargo. There'll be no more avocado. Oh, they take so much water to grow. That's right. They're causing, like, droughts. Yeah, all over California. Uh, shit. California's uh, burning. Brazil, though. I believe, yeah. right? Wherever and, the CIA uh, planted avocado farms. There's also the same problem with almonds. Almonds take an incredible amount of water to grow. I don't believe it. It's all marketing. They just tell you that. <laughs> you the Weather Channel conspiracy. <laughs> It's always bad news on the web channel. There's a reason why their their app is much better than their online site. Something's off there, and it's you know, there's some there's some conspiracy involved. On the weather channel. I don't have the weather channel. I have Almond, BIOS. Almond conspiracy? You don't have you don't have the weather channel if you have BIOS. You only have it if you have Time Warner. There's no deal in play there. We get AccuWeather garbage. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Pardon me. It sounds. You're clean. Sounds no, it's loud, right? Every time yeah, you click yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. So I'll do it with something. I'll find something to smash on the table. Yeah, every, yeah. Get the gavel. Then you shouldn't have food in front of my face. That's it wasn't for you. He was he was commenting at me. No. <laughs> Alright, I'm done. Um, no, that's Sorry. right. I, I'm gonna ask him about his just add beer brand. Mm-hmm. While 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 you yeah. eat. This is interesting. So, so it sounds like somebody's eating like while it? we're talking about a food brand. I like this. Yeah. That's delicious. Like what else do you do? Yeah. <laughs> We're here with Fubs from Just Add Beer. Mm. Hi. Just Add Beer. You know what? I'm getting really sick of the radio announcer voice. Hi. It's really annoying. We were editing um, another episode of More Garbage. And who else had it? Someone else was doing it, and you could tell that they had done it a million times, and they were just so over it, and they were like, well, there's there's this there's this reality. And we got this. There's hey. a there's a reality though of like you know, being being a character because you know sometimes you listen to podcasts and you're like I don't want to hear people that know each other for a decade talk. Fuck that. Like be somebody. And then you're like, well then that's too fake. And so what it comes down to is there's a real thing of on air talent. Maybe there's too many people speaking into the void that is the internet. It's called editing. It's like. Does everybody deserve two hours a week? I don't think so. Two hours a week? I'm Ooh, just saying. Where? Like, in general, the concept of a podcast, of, a, of an online show, of a, you know, blog, any of that. Does anybody really, do we really want to hear from everybody for two, three hours a week? I don't think so. Even 18 minutes. I, I was listening to a friend who had a new show, and I was like, yeah, this is mad boring and tired. You know. In this segment of podcasts Hate. are boring. And then more <laughs> garbage was born. That's exactly it. <laughs> So more garbage was pretty much like, oh, we're gonna do this now. More, we're doing more garbage. No, it's like yeah, more shit I don't get paid just, for. Just more plastic, not recycled. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's do more well, free that, shit. That's exactly what I was saying. I was like, oh, I love that's cool free and shit. creative and making no money. Awesome. Hey. <laughs> but What's up? but the, but the potential to stand to gain and earn is big, right? Sure. That's the goal. As soon as we bring on, you know, our business manager. You're all cue the Louis Anderson thing from coming to America. And that's when the big bucks start rolling in. <laughs> Louis. He's going to be in the new one, too. Coming to America, too. In production. Yeah, they built a building where that Wendy's was. Too bad they can't relive that moment. McDowell's? Yeah. It was an EAB bank first. Just that beer. Just that beer. Sauce and marinade mix. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> just add beer? That's cool. That's right. That's what we do. It's very cool. It's the coolest thing ever. It's the first of its kind. But it's a food brand. It's a food brand. It's a sauce and marinade mix that you add beer to and you cook up your favorite meals. Sauce and marinade.
Do you want to tell us about You're Euphoria in Brooklyn? Man. Yeah, I, uh, Thank I just, you. Uh, I just uh, popped some uh, perfume in the post. Pop some perfume? And that I sounds have, dirty. Actually, you can tell me about it first because I have a little mini, mini uh, decant. Sure. We it? have Stephen Dirks with us from Euphoria in Brooklyn and his Chocolato. Is that even pronounced correctly? Well, I think you can really, uh, there's a wide range. I know that some of the retailers that have been selling it uh, call it Chocolatel. It, it gives it a Because they can't twist. read, right? And I'm using like uh, like axolotl, like the, uh, the the Mexican indigenous language pronunciation. You sound like the, you came from like Edinburgh. Say axolotl. that again. Like the little, you know, the lizard that, that, that swims in the water, the axolotl. Some real high society shit you're talking about, right? <laughs> it actually like smells really fancy. Hey, well, I mean, it's supposed to be. He's talking about things. Hey, my brother manages uh, like a fancy perfume shop. Awesome. What? Uh, Your brother's fancy. Fancy. Yeah. We got fancy. Check it, sniff. Is that female or male or both? It, oh, we're not choosing. Be, no, it's this unisex. Is unisex. Which bathroom does it not you go in? And I sex. You do unisex a lot, right? That's what he does. Well, you tell me. You tell me. So the story. The story is. You choose, Mr. FTL. <laughs> it's, it's your own decision. He likes doing unisex. Go for it as you see fit. And I make new mouth adventures. Continue. <laughs> so it's uh, it. The idea is a spicy Mexican cocoa, and oh, it's nice. uh, referring chocolate is an, <laughs> the original word for <laughs> it's okay. hot it's cocoa drink. And when so this it was is originally amazing. prepared in Mexico, it was very bitter, bitter, bitter. Europeans right, the introduced the combination of sugar to make a cocoa as we know hot chocolate. Euphoria in Brooklyn is a fictional narrative of 1860s perfumers coming from different parts of the world. One of the perfumers is an Indonesian guy. Name? He, Rudolf Komodo. And Rudolf Komodo finds himself in Mexico binging on DMT plant-based oh. hallucinogens. Awesome. What a and fucking winner. He Jesus. He detoxes in a bordello in Mexico City called uh, so, Senora Bustelo's. So wait, he goes on a DMT trip and then pussy fixes him. Yes. Okay. Well, but the therapy in the bordello is he bathes in spiced hot cocoa every day. <laughs> and the cocoa that he, this chocolate represents the spices that he used as an Indonesian guy, as a child. He would grind up star anise and clove. Are you on DMT right now? And cinnamon bark <laughs> to add to his coffee because, and I, makes sense to me. When I lived in Indonesia, I would have hot coffee ground like fresh from a Batavia era like 1930s coffee roastery in Bandung, Indonesia. A little guy would come up with a motorcycle, have a bag of ground coffee that was still warm from the roaster. I brew up my coffee, grind those spices, indigenous Indonesian spices, the three of them. So that is a combination of my personal memories of loving Indonesian spices and coffee and my character in Mexico. In so how much, how much of your chocolate. tears are in that jar? <laughs> That's awesome. Smells nice. That sounds like he like is a bot from Futurama. <laughs> do, do not wear this while operating Bane heavy machinery. But I think this what is how you should story. sell the bottle with the story. You're like a storyteller. Mm -hmm. yeah. You should like put a little recorder over here. And then come in the store, you press play. There go no, your. There, oh. Twenty minutes later, there, you're like, oh, yeah. there. and there go your margins with yeah. your voice. But I actually today, just today, I got a little newsletter from a surplus gizmo <laughs> shop. You know, it's like old toys, surplus crap. Anyhow, they sold for three dollars and fifty cents a piece. The raw guts, which would be a circuit board about this big, so two postage stamp size circuit board with leads going to a little speaker, about a three inch speaker, and two buttons. And the, the batteries for it are little, you know, like those little nickel sized mm -hmm. uh, batteries that are already, they give them as well and they're on the circuit board. So you have two buttons and one button is record. You can record a 13 second anything and the other one <laughs> yeah. is playback. Yes. So for $3.50 you get that whole gizmo and then you can find some awesome creative fun way to just build it into a box, make a device, yeah. give a thing, put uh, it the, in a The link for this is in our bio. <laughs> <laughs> So we might we went for three dollars and fifty cents. I can add the little stories to you that. <laughs> well, I know the story itself. You said is also possibly nominated for some kind of 
literary jibber jabber. Yeah, jibber we'll, jabber. We'll see. I'm, I'm going yeah, to keep all my literary stuff under wraps for the moment. But we're yeah, yeah we're because um, so basically the premise of Euphoria in Brooklyn is it started as a fictional story that was a basis for a short film, and then I began making perfumes, and each fragrance was launched to tell another chapter of the, of the larger story and introduce a new character in the story. And right now, I'm making an effort to consolidate, now that we have 10 perfumes launched and a big chunk of the story is out there, to consolidate it as a, a fictional story. You can get your whole... Like a, a children's of. book? For, for <laughs> weird for, adults, for, yes. For strange, <laughs> strange adults with boudoirs. <laughs> They want to learn about bile. Exactly. Extraction. Lots of perverted, ridiculous, and hedonistic. Uh, Strange lizards. Anecdotal details. You should do it. Bizarre. You be the Teddy Ruxpin. Of the <clears throat> totally, <throat> totally. Yes, and if I could get that little Teddy Ruxpin <laughs> thing together, that would be awesome. <laughs> Maybe make like a Komodo dragon plush toy, and it can belch out like uh, the perfume notes. <laughs> Benzolin. Coco. Yeah, so what's in that one? So, what, what, do you, what do you got in that one? So the moral of the story is to just write a fake story and then keep it moving and make all the real components and become successful. It's like Hasbro. You know, they got a toy. And they're like, okay, let's develop a whole cartoon that just talking about Transformers? G.I. <laughs> Joe, yeah. Strawberry Shortcake. That, yeah. yeah, of course. Um, Even though G.I. Joe is paid for by the U.S. government. What? Uh, better example, yeah. Willy Wonka. Wow. The Wonka Chocolate Company. Oh, yeah. Willy Wonka. What came Gene first? Wilder. What came first? The chocolate company paid to make the Willy Wonka movie with Gene Wilder really? as a promotional device for the chocolate company. And, and then Gobstoppers went crazy. It was meant to launch simultaneously with the opening premiere. It's not a Hollywood film. It was made by a Wonka Chocolate. And they were going to have a simultaneous hits. All the stores, boof! And when the thing launches, the movie launches... There's a massive food engineering screw up at the Wonka chocolate factory and there's some there's a little bit of a the chocolate is is a tricky science and a good example of that is the cocoa bean was introduced to Europe in something like the 16th century. Chocolate wasn't made until more than 100 years after. It's like an involved process of rebinding and grinding fats and solids and cocoa you know butter. Anyhow, there was a screw-up, and they couldn't have a chocolate ready in time for the launch that would sit at room temperature. It would, like in the room temperature melt. of a store, it would melt. It wouldn't be tempered correctly. So they, they failed. They lost. It killed the company. They spent tons of money on this movie and had no product to launch with it when it launched. It was what a huge. fucking amazing story. Isn't it crazy that they could fail so poorly? And then? And that's a good example of that, you know, engine reverse engineering. With Euphoria Broken, I think it's different. I think it's a self-referential, enriched art experience that transverses many senses. And Did your curly mustache come with that it? That is completely <laughs> multidisciplinary. So the perfume, what it smells like, the details of the perfumery and fragrance are evolved at the same time the story is involved. That informs the story, and the story involves the fragrance. Dead ass, like It's like a 3D chess wow. game of and art it does making. not go under. <laughs> That's what I was saying. It is not the Titanic. Marketing, of everybody. Marketing. <laughs> if you keep writing it, it's real. There you go. So you're wearing Ralph Lauren and I'm wearing Brooks Brothers. And we know the genius of somebody won and somebody lost in that marketing. Well, I'm brand. wearing a Ralph Lauren <laughs> brand that doesn't exist anymore. What? The rugby brand. No, it does. It's just not yeah. being produced. He can put it back out next year and there'll be a big melee uh, for it. Yeah, he could, right? That's right. He owns it. He can put it out. And he's like, oh, let's just relaunch rugby and make a line around the fucking block. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's out again. <laughs> Let I mean, release. all the, those brands are winning. They're like, we don't have to write new stories. We'll just put the ones out from 20 just, years ago. Yeah, just wait a minute. <laughs> we'll be right back. Why write a new story? <laughs> Nobody wants to hear it. Just write the old one again. Okay. That's interesting. What's up with the bile flavor just that beer? We're not doing bile flavor just that beer. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm getting my brands confused. Oh, yeah. No, it would be. It would definitely be the smell of a you know college bar just that beer if we had to do it. You know, Ew. 
It's the same uh, as bile. God, I hate that sour floor. Smell. Yeah, the wooden floor. You, uh, you hear it too. Um, I was told that roaches don't like the smell of beer. So if your place smells like a beer-soaked uh, college bar, you probably have less roaches. Mm, that's great. Might be not true. But and I no hate friends. roaches, but I also that's hate great. beer. Yeah. When I was in Costa Rica, I saw the biggest roach I ever saw in my life. It was insane how was big, big it was. My and God. the cat was like fighting with it. And I like, couldn't kill it. Just kept flipping it over. And, uh, and they would let the baby play with it. Uh-huh. And they're like, what's it going to do? It's not going to bite it, right? And I'm like, I don't know. I never thought, like, <laughs> roaches eat, right? Not babies. Not though. babies or cats. What do they eat? Come on, wait. Let's say, hypothetically, there was like a five foot roach. Well, here's the thing the bigger would the, it then eat a baby? The truth, no. The truth is that the, the bigger the roach, the maybe. less diseases they carry. Like, those big roaches we have, the water bugs, we call them. Yeah. They're from a different... Like, the small roaches are the ones that carry all the diseases. The little guys? That's correct. Those are the dangerous ones. The brown ones. Yeah, they're really yeah. tiny ones from the Germany. Small, regular Germans. <laughs> German roaches. <laughs> Which goes back to the Civil War. It's the Hessian. Like, you know how you know how burlap is called uh, Hessian cloth? And no. it's all that German mercenary soldiers that fought for the British in the American Revolution were Hessian soldiers that came from an area of Hesha. Is that where Hesher and, comes from? The concept and, of a Hesher? No, I don't think so. Is that where usually, potato sack racing comes from? No, it's usually <laughs> called Hessian. There's a death metal subgenre called That's Hessian. what I'm talking about. They're Hessians. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, there we go. Exactly. Yes. Anyhow. You knew something. So, <laughs> these, these, so they would have their, their packs that they would bring with them, you know, from Some Norwegian or whatever. Shit. They would have these rolled up burlap bags that would be under their cot or something, and it's known as Hessian cloth around the world. But that, I think, is the suspected source of introducing the moth to North America. They always blame the Hessians for bringing it in their in the, those the burlap rolls. Yeah, yeah. I had a whole colony of as pets. See, we just called that New York City apartments. Wait, well, wait. I was. Wait. I have moved from Indonesia to Prague. I was living in Indonesia just for years. Just turn it to the right a little and bit. And there, yeah, that it's 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 a okay. National Geographic show. You know, you walk out the door and there's like insane jungle plants and spiders okay. and okay. Yeah, your head yeah, and every, that everything that's every day. Kind of cool. Actually, I actually saw that when I was in Bali. Yeah, it's crazy. So. When I moved to Prague, I loved Prague. It's beautiful, but it's a sterile, cold, northern European city. You're so like, where's the fucking spider yeah, that can so eat like, my face? Where are the crazy bugs and plants and stuff? So I was missing them, moving. You know, Weird. To, so, and in Prague, I got a call. And again, so this is in the 90s, late 90s now, almost 2000. And a friend of mine was producing a TV show. And extreme Japanese referencing based torture game shows were a bit of the vogue. Love them. So Fear Factor was in the US and they would shoot a lot of them in Prague because it's just cheap to do any kind of production there. Anything. Hmm. There's no rules. No rules. So they (laughs) so basically a friend of mine was producing this show which was like kind of a Fear Factor thing featuring Madagascar hissing cockroaches. So they're like about bigger than the water bug kind of things we get in New York. They're like about that big and which is like what is that two inches three inches and they when they're in nervous they have a little teeny almost like if you could imagine a little miniature rubber hose with a little slit cut in it so when air goes through it it goes (laughs) so they make a hiss sound when they're freaked out the whole colony starts going (laughs) where is this going somewhere (laughs) so my friend so my friend gives me a call steven it's crazy i don't know what to do i've got we just did this show, and I'm in the production office, and they have two of these huge-ass roaches in, like, a box of tea, like an empty box of, like, celestial seasonings, a cardboard box of uh-huh. tea, and she's got a stack of 10,000 of her, 10,000 of these tea boxes full of two roaches in each box on a wall be- behind her desk in the production office, and she's like, there's, like, 10,000 of them right behind my head, and they're all hissing, and I'm freaking out. you got to help me. What can I do? How can I get rid of them? And I was like, oh, gosh, I have no idea. Maybe why don't we contact the zoo, and maybe there's a reptile that would 
they they'd eat them or eat something them. or whatever. Delicious. Oh my god. So they did, and then at, and then I had this last passing thought. I was like, hey, regardless, uh, hopefully that's successful. But could you just save one box of two of them for me? Because I, you know, I don't have any crazy big bugs in Prague, you know, and I kind of miss them from Indonesia. <laughs> So she's like, yeah, sure, no problem. I see her, and she brings me a tea box and open, and these two, these huge bugs. So the deal is, is it was kind of like confronting your fear, managing your terrors. You can have an aquarium, not just an aquarium, but an aquarium with no lid, no cover. And if you just put like a two-inch band of Vaseline around the top of the lid, they basically can crawl up glass by having little hairs on their legs that fixes and lets them crawl up walls and stuff. But as soon as that touches the Vaseline, they can't crawl anymore. So you get this extra psychological terror environment of having an open thing with these roaches. Um, anyhow, so I enjoyed it for a while. But they didn't really colonize. They didn't survive. <laughs> we actually went nowhere with that. Too long. They ended up kind of I thought they escaped. Out. And now Czech Republic has a lot of contact. <laughs> yeah, 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 they yeah, like exactly. ran away. What? It's Didn't a transvestite win the the Eurovision Song Competition last year a or this times. year? A couple the, times. The time when I was on the show, she wasn't transvestite; she was just a drag queen. Got you. Guy with beard and makeup. Okay. There are so the many Austri denominations. Austrian. I'm honestly, I don't have a grasp anymore. Of what? Of like drag. So yeah. So. I knew. I'm the queen of all that. Okay, so, so <laughs> all my bunker. Sure, I know. I know a handful of drag queens, right? right? There's transgender, transgender. There's transsexual. There's gender neutral, and it's oh, like if you things. don't know, don't forget this. There's gender fluidity. Gender, if you don't there's know, there's non-binary. How do you not know? You're like you're like an old man if Wait, you don't know. That last you one? know you have a baby or you don't. Non-conformist when you're born. Just means you don't. No, I'm like, you don't I'm identify with either don't gender, know right? What the hell is going on? I know the basic thing. I know I if I say the wrong one, someone's going to be offended. I mean, Can it's I like this. The way yeah. I look at it is, it's like, yo, you say somebody's going to get offended. I don't give a shit. People no. get offended, so it's just like this. It's like, like, like the parts oh, you like. I, decide who you have and what you have, and make it. You know, it's well, everything's made. I know made your believe. theory on that, but back to the definition. Well, <laughs> also, it's like, why do you have to put labels? Like, why is it well, that's, important? For example, that's what the whole thing is now, though. The whole thing is that their entire system is actually about not labeling. Yeah, but why did they get so specific? But now the kids are talking about non-binary, like, where it's or it's non-conformist, like doesn't matter nobody should call each other anything so it's like what up human blob okay hi you know like it so doesn't my matter my friend works at a recording studio his <laughs> boss called him in and said okay our client tomorrow that's coming in wants to be referred to as they it's okay. not he it's not she it's a they I respect that okay and my friend said i don't think i should do this <laughs> because i'm gonna mess it up <laughs> he's like I, I can't i'm not programmed that way i can't just say and and they like it it's he it's she like maybe someone else should take this well, what if they walk in and you really don't know and you're like well that is a fucking they <laughs> i'm saying we've all met people like but, but they're they. they. Oh, think awesome you have a name now i don't this, have to choose and be wrong this person they they, is, an, the they is never wrong though they called the head to say call me they okay I get it. Hey, call me they. Go around and tell everyone. Call me they, not he or she. So, I mean, is it like, don't treat me different, treat me like everyone else? Or is it like, okay, here I come and I got rules? Well, I decided. Yeah, I think it's the same. See, thing. I've come to terms with I'm actually a, a lesbian trapped in a male's body. I feel that. <laughs> Are you sure? I, I actually think that, that I'm a drag queen. I would have been a drag queen if I was born a man. If I were, would have, whatever. So I mean, what whatever are you then? Because now, according to no, now, I said if I were, but no. So you're saying you're a drag queen. So it's actually, you identify. You're actually a man. So it's no. so yes. Wait, identify as a <laughs> male what you're saying drag is you identify as a male drag yeah. queen. Yeah. Well, yeah. With yeah. the wrong body. Yeah. There it is. Cut off my boobies and then put silicone ones. Don't do that. <laughs> no, I'm just. I would I'm never, just never, working never. into this. You know what it really is is just they're blurring all the. There's no, no number two pencil anymore. There's if no I, more senses. They're fucking senses up. That's it. Everything's about being who you want to be. All right. All jokes aside, I think this is like the new way of staying. You know, to stand out. Every generation had like 
back in my days, you, you would smoke weed. Or it's called gene size theory. Well, you know what? How about this? I call it gene size when theory. When I'm filling gene out a job genius. application, they ask, <laughs> you know, what race are you? And they ask, are you a veteran? And then they ask, do you have a disability? Such as blindness, deafness, AIDS, diabetes, cancer, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, all these people, like, have a really hard time functioning because they're dying or are missing one of their five senses. I can't say, like, yeah, I have uh, diabetes. It's one of those, but... I'm not, it's not a disability. No, it's like you got to check disability. But someone that has like an obscure, you know, or what is Latino non white? Are, are you trying to say yeah, that I mean? like, gender options are diseases? Yeah, Wait a no, second. I'm just what's the parallel you're trying and, to draw? And, that why does, and why does every uh, brown skinned person have to choose African American? Can I call in a friend to ask the, answer that one? Because not call everyone identifies. <sighs> As an African American, you know. I don't know about that. I mean, are we talking about original man? Are we going well, back to original? You know what man? I find interesting? Whenever I meet people like that are from other parts of the world, and they find out, oh, what are you? And I say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm from New York. And they go, well, what's your, you know, what's your heritage? And I'm like, oh, half Russian, half Austrian. And they try to speak to me in my language, and I say, no, 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 no. I speak broken English and nothing else because mm -hmm. I'm from New York. Like I'm not. I don't. You're, you're I, New Yorkie. I've never been to Russia. I've never been to Austria. I don't connect with it. I have no like old country behaviors in me. Like that's it. Like there's no more. So you at some point you just don't have your identity. You know your identity generationally becomes something new. Totally. You know now people are just choosing what they want to be. It's interesting. It shows you how little we care about that. I didn't even know you were half Austrian. There it is. I had no idea. I mean, Why you were part you? like Russian or something. But you know what? That just like reminds me else. of when you know people <clears throat> say to me, "You're Jewish." I never even knew you were Jewish. I'm like, how? How would you? And what? Like, well, I mean, Jewish. You, you know? might know like, because what would have been different if you because knew. you might celebrate Hanukkah or whatever Yom Kippur. I celebrate like everything and nothing. You know? Yeah, you like, do. Really yeah. Russian we, behavior. Yeah, we we get together. You're so clean and polite, uh, no one would suspect. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey, you're like so generous and money, bro. Like, I can't even believe it. Race, 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 yeah. race, race, race. Wait, wait, wait. One second. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, okay. You didn't the jump. <laughs> the, the Jew enters the room. <laughs> like, uh, like, like, whenever it's happens, though. People say like, that. I feel less Jewish when I live in Israel. Because, mm. like in New York, because they're extra I don't Jewish. Know about all of you. Are they all like we're Jews? No, because you oh. don't have to specify because everybody's Jewish. Right. Well, I don't like that. That's homogenization. That's scary shit. Like thirty percent is Muslims, Arabs, but because like here, you know, the dating and whatever here, like New York is like such a melting pot that everybody's like very oh I'm this and this and this and this and that. Well, bitch, most likely you're just a New Yorker and you don't know one word of your language or whatever. None of it. You, like you said, you just broken become a English. human being. I can speak all broken Englishes from around the world. <laughs> like when people ask me, well, so where are you from? Like, oh, many places. They say that's rude. I'm like, you really want me to start explaining? Okay, fine. I was born in Ukraine. I was raised in New York. I moved to Israel. Then I lived here. Then I'm like, just but, whatever. But like, where you're mean, from is actually where you're from. Where you right. live no, is where you I live. No, I say, I live in Tavi. No, no, no. Where are you from? Oh, okay. Sit down. I'll no, but like, where do you live is where but do you this live. This is a common, no. you know, in New York it gets very specific. Because if you grow up in Queens, and then you move to Brooklyn. Yeah. You live in Brooklyn for 20 years, you're still from Queens. I get yeah. it. I get it. Like, we well, have what a do you whole, say? Wait, we have a different... I, I try to convince myself that I can say Brooklyn, nah. and it doesn't feel right. Because it feels I like you're from Brooklyn. Because it feels like you're from. Because I would never right. say I'm from Brooklyn, even if I lived here. Like you just. Doesn't but if matter. someone says, "Where do you live?" You say, "Bro." No, where you, where well, you live in Queens? But yeah, I would say. <laughs> even Israelis tell me, "Oh, so you're from New York?" Oh, I were in New York, Brooklyn. Oh, you're not from New York. Like, bitch, you've never been to. Wait, what? what? Yeah, what is that? You're mean? not from New York if you're from Brooklyn. Because like people outside of New York, they like you know they fantasize yeah, about New York. Yeah, it's about Manhattan. And they're like Manhattan. I'm like. 
Well, I'm that's where the Muppets Brooklyn, played, and that's all I got. That's, no, you're not from New York. You're from Brooklyn. That's like more. <laughs> I New saw York that. Oh, Brooklyn. I the Frog was in Manhattan. Like, the rest doesn't fucking exist. Exactly. Exactly. I'm gonna get robbed like out there. Dreadlock Rasta. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna get. Oh. get no, cracked thrown no, at you to watch it. You took the Q train. Yeah. From where? Because I'm Second from, Avenue. I'm from out there. Avenue J. Oh, Avenue Midwood. J. Okay. I Hardcore grew up Avenue Jewish. U. Yeah. Yeah. Did you grow up out there? I grew up actually. She in, was born in the Ukraine. 18th I heard Avenue. this. 18th <laughs> Avenue. Yeah. Oh, shit. We're gonna write this down. Yeah, we fucking, need a whiteboard. We're gonna quiz people after this. <laughs> nice. Well, I'm yeah. from over there, so I was like, you Wait. don't always run into people from like that South Brooklyn. From Brooklyn. Hey. In my world, they're they're all there. They're all. They haven't left yet. No. You're exactly. They're like they're like locks. No, I Sunday. Know everybody's moving out to New Jersey. I just went to Same my thing. friend in Jersey. Well, all those South Brooklyn people moved to Staten Island and then Bayonne. Yeah. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. No. <laughs> and now let's talk about falafel. Mm, falafel. Yes. Let's in talk Israel, about falafel. there's one place where I eat falafel. Only one place, and it's uh, this Arabic little village. Shouldn't it be pronounced falafel? <laughs> Oh, it's falafel. 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 It's like chocolate. Falafel. falafel is very American. Let me get one of those falafels and uh, falafel. Hummus. And hummus, hummus is not spelled hummus. as hummus. It's hummus. 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 I know. Unless you're in New York, then it's hummus. It just hurts to Wait, say so that all the time. Hummus. It like hurts your throat. Not the place where you get your falafel. It's called Abu Ghosh. <coughs> Abu Ghosh. <laughs> It's the name of the village. That doesn't hurt. It's yet another example of the nation of Israel stealing Arabs in like a small However, it's actually it's a, it's hurts. funny. It's an Arabic village, and you know there's obviously pre there's whatever Arabic people about there. Arabic places, <laughs> but it's a cultural one. They have jazz festival every year. Mm-hmm. Jazz festival. Nice. At the Arabic village. Yeah, it sounds <clears> that sounds awesome. That sounds cool. Yeah, it's it's really cool. And um, that's the kind of stuff we're into, like learning about like more of the culture. You know, we're here because that's something you don't hear about. Yeah, nobody even knows about it. I just the first place I lived at was right above that village, so I would walk, wait for like ten minutes, get to the village, and yeah, they have this jazz festival and it's really nice people, and they have the best falafel and they have really good hummus. hummus. They hummus. deliver all over the country. Hummus. hummus. It's really nice. Hummus. Um, speaking Delicious. of culture, Israel is really <laughs> big on jazz. They There's are. You know, jazz is global. The Japanese are really all about the jazz that kept it alive. Oh, yeah. Okay. Really? Yeah. But, but you don't hear, well, I don't hear about like a big Japanese jazz artist. No, no, no. no, no. 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 You know, you're a rap me. artist. Okay, yeah. tell they me. Just I couldn't like tell you the culture. A lot of names either, but they just uh, are. Uh, no, and we don't know what they do. We got to do That's a good I have some idea. Japanese right. jazz. That, that. I remember when we did that wedding for John and I, what's his wife's name? Nobody wants Rie. to hear this. Rie. Uh-huh. So I downloaded some Japanese jazz and soul for that uh, day. So okay. There's tons of famous like live jazz albums recorded. Like yeah, Keith they're Garrett, live in Tokyo, the three bucks. That's true. In yeah. general, like yeah. you know how like like the Japanese culture took on hip hop and cares about it more and keeps it alive. Mm-hmm. They did the same with jazz. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and soul and anything music. They're also into ballroom dancing for some reason. Yeah. How um how about wow. hip hop in Israel? Well, rapidly rap. Since I moved there, actually, it's been growing a lot. Because hmm. when I was on the TV show, it was it wasn't exactly so you think you can dance. It was uh, they had a, war they of had the hip hop dance segment. It was hip hop versus like classical dance, oh, nice. and I was on the hip hop team. Okay. And like it was so new, and everybody looked at us as if we were like gangsters or whatever. What? <laughs> Like and now every single kid is into hip hop and but like a lot more commercial hip hop or older hip hop or Kanye like West. Well, it depends on what the teacher teaches, but Jay Z, yeah, the like teacher teaches a lot of new stuff. artists. But is it is it like songs about how much you don't give a fuck and are no, getting fucked up, or is songs. it like stupid songs? I'm about I'm dances. Pop. I want to know more about um, the dancing. Yeah, what kind of dancing? like was it like more like breakdancing or like 90s hip-hop steps or like well it started with old school and then there was so what do you mean old school like, like, like old school hip-hop like well, breakdancing like break or or like breakdance and then there's hip-hop, hip-hop steps okay. okay yeah that's what i wanted to get not yeah. top rock like i got you yeah no, i got you school. like running man type moves well just to pull a general that. one you know, yeah. you know that there's no visuals yeah. here like, okay, go on. 
<laughs> Missy Elliott, like old music videos. That's like old school. Which is not yeah. that old to me. No, no you're no, just you're just aging like, like Rip Van Winkle right now. Yeah. Okay. I got you though. <laughs> I just wanted to know the like difference. New school, which is very like. If the 18-year-old self met us all, we could halls old. It's like very. I don't know. New school is more like this step into this step. It's more like well, new school's like a lot of like different styles, like whacking is one. Of them. Oh, no, whacking where, is not new. But like, no. well, that's been around for a while. But that's like what people do. No. If, what do you no, mean? No, no, new school is more like um, I would say it's very like cartoonish in some way. It's very like so popping character. and rocking style. No, 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 no. That's called new school. That's the name of the style. Oh, I, okay. New school of hip hop. It's very like. Minimal. I don't know how to explain it in words, you know, but it's not like taking certain moves. It's like the way you express yourself. It's like Drake out of the wheelchair. Like, uh, you know, it's like expressive. It's very expressive. It's kind of like mixed with modern dance. I guess I'd have to see it. It's not ghetto. <clears throat> it's not ghetto at all. Like hip hop moves Here we used go. to be like very ghetto. You know, like, now go. it's very like intellectual and they're like. Oh. But I feel my heart goes out oh, okay. to me. Uh, no. You know, there's some intellectual fools in the ghetto. So, so they're I into like. I didn't say that they're, they're not. <laughs> so they're into like Chance the Rapper and Drake. Well, yeah. Post bitch or Drake. Like, who isn't into Drake aside from me? And I don't me. understand. <laughs> Everyone likes Canadians. We're so polite. That's it. Drake is Canadian. He is. from T yeah, Dot. Toronto. The Toronto. Oh well, God, there's just so sorry. much. There's just so much Drake. He brings like in Drake? money I, to the whole city. In the great tradition of Leaky Boom Boom now. No, they like credit him with bringing millions in. But it's just so much. It's and too I much. just don't yeah, understand. It's, not, it's like, not his fault. Why is... Don't be mad at him. The youth. No, I'm not mad at him. The youth like him. It's just oversaturation and... He's Anything he puts out, oh. yeah, just oh. gets like gobbled up. <laughs> no, no, like he's he's guys he, no, culturally <laughs> he is very easy to swallow from parents and this and that. He's like they don't know what he <laughs> is. Parents like him too, he's right, safe. right, right. He's safe. Uh, you know, he's, he's non-toxic. He's non-toxic. He's like he's later, polite. you know, Canadian. Like, there you go again. Yeah, he's like he's he's like my fucking Sony first Walkman is what he is. He's like red and blue and fucking yellow and he's good for kids, you know? Like he's no color at he's, all. He's entry level hip hop. He's he's white when you need him to be That's right. black when he yeah. wants to. That's right. Yeah. Okay. He plays the race card as he wants to and if he needs to be Dominican once in a while he plays that card too. Mommy. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the thing about like today's hip hop. It's like you could dance to any music, not only classical, because they used to do that, like to like break the rules. But just nobody, not nobody, but a lot of people don't even choreograph to hip hop music necessarily. They'll take like dance or whatever, or like even house, anything, just to like not go for that okay predictable, you know. But hey, that's Israel. <coughs> I don't know what's going on. There. So how's how's the scene with like the house? Dancing. Israel's and famous for for like rave culture, keeping rave yeah, culture going. Yeah, like, that's what They love trance. They love trance. Yeah. yeah, or Tiesto style groups. Well, Tiesto. Or... I heard that Tiesto started out in Israel, actually. Like his Makes first sense. big gigs were in Israel. Is is trance a religious experience? I don't go to trance parties. Uh, I come there, Shore if House I come down, like <laughs> you, <laughs> you guys are weird. <laughs> No, get away from me. <laughs> there is just weird. They're all into like nature parties. Nature yeah, parties. You know, I'm in happy. The nature. In the parties desert. in the nature. I'm happy that scene Rave. exists and seems like Rave. there's not a lot of violence, so that's great. But there's so much violence in the political scene that like people just like to have fun. Yeah, places the where the nightlife is amazing. Let's talk about my favorite city, Tel Aviv. Honestly, it's an amazing city. You all should come visit. It's great. Honestly, it's amazing. The After nightlife, I to it's a known fact that it's that's on my so list. much better than even yeah. New York. There's always like places Well, New York is a bag of garbage right now. That, seriously, that's what <laughs> I felt. When I was like, am I getting older? No, it's just, it's, no it's just changed. It's diluted. It's just... It's well, just part he's not of, even talking about that. No, but it is. It's totally like... No, I mean just Everybody's like the out. same. That's what happens. Everybody's the fucking same. I mean, we could go back. This all started with the GI Bill, but we don't have to go that deep. Everything started with the GI Bill. The GI Bill's moment of socialist behavior post the war started a middle class that didn't exist that ended up making bankruptcy here. 
all this ends up with hip hop. Levittown, which was good. Really Those are some big jumps. <laughs> I, I, I know. I, 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 it's, the it's, there's a lot. There's a lot to go with it. But now we've created. Okay, so basically, it's everything starts with that. The GI Bill creates a middle class. The Levitt Brothers, Levittown, suburbia. Right. That, that like then Robert Moses wanted to build bigger here in New York. Bronx which, Expressway. Right. Right. The you whole saw that. Up. Okay. Yep. Okay. But everybody moved for a better life. Yeah. Which led. A whole, you know, white flight suburbs, and whoever was left here with all the fucking downtrodden bullshit behavior, they ended up, you know, creating culture, which became hip hop. Neutron bomb era. Exactly. Yeah. Best fucking culture in New York City. All this shit came out of this. Debbie Harry. And ever. So, and then you created with that, you created a whole generation of people looking from these kids in parking lots in the mall, which was just sprawl created for money and real estate play. And the better life, and they looked, and all they wanted was that, was that New York, that romance, and so it brought a lot of kids when they got to that time period in their life to make that shift oh. here, and in turn hipster culture, and this happened all over America. Every urban environment has become this, yeah. And Believe you land, just places like that, but you yeah. just homogenized the entire urban environment, so you, now you have a fabric change, and so people wanted that. Like it was first that generation like I want taxi driver and then it was like oh I want sex in the city and then it was like oh I want you know gossip girl and then it was like oh I want girls and so you led from you went from taxi driver to girls and that's what you have now and so when you come to New York now you want Starbucks you don't want to get shanked in bed style you don't expect that to happen you know you don't want to, to sleep with a machete you want to get your Starbucks and walk drunk you, to the corner to get you your want G. to jog through Betsy Head Park right ex exactly <laughs> you want to jog through Betsy Head Park which still blows my mind um, yeah like so you've you've created this situation it's all a cycle and now you just have a different fabric that's raising kids that have a whole different New York, and it's all money related. And you have old New Yorkers who are like, so, all right, I'm ready to move So out. the question is this, is that is the shit. L train shut down the beginning of the end? And then the beginning of the next no, cycle of probably it's just a pause. Is yeah. it? Yeah, pause. How many, find somewhere else to go. I want to see people die out there. Okay. Oh, what? Did I say that? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, 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 no are death, no death, no death, no death. <laughs> Something something changed in the air. <laughs> I can't breathe. There's no L train. There's no L train. What are we going to do? You can literally, if you really dig into it, you can track all of our weird cultural change in the new fabric of all urban environments. Because I've traveled enough of this country to see that every major hub in every major state is like this. Everywhere. Yeah. You know, much. it ranges differently depending upon how much money is in that city. But they all are the same. They all yeah. have a kombucha spot and they have a, you know, a ramen spot and a this and a that. You know, there's nothing like unique. People are like, oh, I want to go to this cool yeah. urban city, and you're like, what's special about this place? Dude, what what do they make here? Oh, they make the same shit they make everywhere else. They, they got the formula. I've been That's saying right. that for the past uh, like last couple of years that I like to travel and it's easier for me to travel now, which is another plus of living there. Mm -hmm. Oh right, because you're on the other side Very of the pond already. Close. Very close to everywhere. I don't want to go to big cities. Like, mm -hmm. you can't get me. I just went to Georgia. Amazing country. So uh, beautiful. Georgia, the country. I was about and to say, I was country like, Georgia. the country. <laughs> but what cities are in that country? The big city is Tbilisi, okay. which is the capital. And then there's Batumi, which is like the Miami Got it. of Georgia. And Famous the rest for its is like. Cuisine, like is the it? best food in the, the world. What kind of food? It's the exact meeting of Mediterranean cuisine uh, and, and like, yeah. like uh, Russian, Russian cuisine. Russian like Asian. So it's like Asian. Russian cuisine with flavor. <clears throat> Got it. Right, yeah. It's awesome. The awesome. French writer uh, <laughs> wrote a novel about Georgian food. Uh, the the like Balzac, one of the Balzac. Uh, no, oh, okay. Maybe, uh, hey, get your Balzac on the uh, bench. I forget. Sorry, don't mind. I'll check that out. He doesn't want to share. I mean, that was ama amazing food until I got food poisoning. But that well, was from a supermarket food. But the food is amazing, and the country is so beautiful. Don't they? It's always but, say in the main town, that's the Central Square. There's a Synagogue and a mosque and a temple and a, and a church and a gun job. Oh, all in the no. same square facing each other. It's also been like this melting pot of religions and cultures that without violence. What, I'm going. No, it's not. They have like a <coughs> area, but yeah, I've seen all three. Yeah, 
But my point is that I said, okay, well, let's go there, but I'm not spending more than one night in the big city because they all look the same. You have the same H&M, Zara, Starbucks, everywhere, anywhere I went. China, Thailand, freaking, Af- well, Africa, no. But like Zola anywhere Falls. you go, it's but they the still can't get a normal slice of pizza. No. That's water. That's, that's water based, man. What is up with that? That's all pH and water. Brooklyn. Hey, no, yo, there's I the same reason that cheesesteaks in Philly are delicious. It's finally. not the cheese of the steak, okay. it's the bread. Like but is it, it's just it's good? Thin, thin, right. it's amazing. Okay. Where? I drive for 20 minutes just to bring that pizza home, which is a big distance. Oh, by the way, distance in Israel is like, I got so spoiled. Like, I had to take the train here. My Google Maps said one hour, seven minutes. I was like, uh, hell no. Like, <laughs> this takes me to another country. No, but you know what? A lot of people. Jerusalem don't. is one hour. Nobody ever goes that far. Nobody. You don't go. Everywhere around the country, people don't realize that because I have. I worked for Jeep. And my my boss, he's from Cali, right? Oh, there's so just. He, he has no fucking clue. And he was like, you guys all take the train for an hour to get to work? We're yeah. like, everybody fucking does that. It's just a reality. And like, whole, used no. to, like, it's so comfortable sitting in your car and like, I take jobs depending on not me. whatever, <laughs> but also like how far. If it's 40 minute ride, I'm not going to take a job. No, sorry. Unless you pay me. Driving out. 40 minutes. Yeah. yeah. It's too far. Yeah, I found good pizza. By the way, Tel Aviv is Is it good pizza or was it just pizza that held you it over? It took me eight Have you had pizza since you got back? Oh, you have the pizza over okay. by you. Crust. Good thing, crust. What's yeah, uh, better than okay. not New York? Not Neapolitan. Uh, the, right. the old man. Yeah, I always forget. It's like the best lo- fucking lo- pizza lo- around. Joe's? Jo- no, lo- no. Something with lo- L. What are you talking about? Avenue J. Not Lombardi's. Um, you guys sure you're from out there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was. I was actually passing by, and there was a huge line. I now you don't even check. know. You're talking I, about L and B's? The guys like no. sound like they're. Because I grew up on Avenue, Maryland. so that's where I went. Yeah. But this is. Is it another Louis G's? Well, no, I'll he's. Tell you what it's called. I'll tell you what it's called in a second. Could have been that good. I'm no, just drawing. No, it's like the shit. It is really good. Like, is I just didn't eat it a lot growing up because it was like avenues away from me. I grew up near Spumoni Garden, so I would. That's why I ate that all the time. Oh, you were spoiled. But. But not, this place, that, Maldi's, but, obviously. no, 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 no. This place by her is this old man, and Luigi's? he's been, he's no. dead. No, that's not it. He's dead. He's no, he's dead. still alive. He's like like this. Faros, yeah, Faros. Faros. yeah. Uh, good. That place. No, your pizza joints. Well, that dude, that place is, is good. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the best pizzas in the whole city. Yeah, of all time, 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 time. probably. Bring in the echo. I mean, if you're Brooklyn, doesn't matter how much how much money you offer him, he will never make it if it's like past his closing time, and he'll never make it. Like he turns around and says, "Fuck's given zero. Yeah, he literally, he's like that. He walks very slowly. He makes his pizza. His kids don't know the recipe yet, and he's like very old already. He should give the kids this recipe by now. Write it down, Grandpa. Gotta get him drunk. I got my grandmother's gefiltefish recipe. <laughs> Did you ever go to the original Sabaros that used to be over there on 65th Street? And like in Bayridge. Yeah, like 65th and like 8 like no, near Ben Yeah, like 18th Avenue or something, right? Yeah, over there on the, on the, the original the, on the old looking. Thing. Yeah. So Wait, they have outside seating. I don't even remember if they had outside seating, but maybe they set it up. But Basically, we were going to this place, right? It just it looked like an old Italian deli, pretty much, right? But you go in the back, and they, you know they have all the raviolis in the fridges and all that kind of stuff. And you go in the back, and they have trays of food. They do not serve pizza, right? It's so pizzeria. We, it's Sabaros. Oh, Sabaros. It's a Sabaros, and it looks old as shit. Oh, the OG shit, right? So we would go in there for for months. We were going in, and there'd be this sweet old lady in there in a fucking like Sunday dress. She'd be like, here, here, eat some prosciutto balls. And she'd give you, like, <laughs> prosciutto balls and, like, fried cali- like breaded fried cauliflower and all these, like, good Definitely food. not vegan. It's fucking delicious. Are no, this is years, years ago. He is. No, but that, this is, I wasn't vegan back then. Um, I'm a dead meat eater. So we would go in there all the time. And one day this lady was like, come, come, fellas. I tell you the story of how my two sons are started the Sabaros. And we're like, what? What? She comes out, yeah, this is a scrapbook with all my and she starts showing us all these pictures and this is Mama Sabaro. Wow oh telling us cool. how her son started Sabaro. This was Mama Sabaro, bro. And it was like she was in working in this fucking store 
just because she wanted to, obviously. That's why I love New York. She's wow. fucking loaded. She's Your worked like, like so much. There's sorrows all over everywhere. The world. And they gave she showed us where there were sorrows all over the world, like Tel Aviv and Kuwait yeah. City and like all these places. <laughs> Is this the one? <laughs> That's on Flatbush Avenue. No, it's way closed. It closed. It got bought out by Whoa. some Chinese like laundry. Or so. or she might have passed away. Honestly, because they probably were just keeping that store for her. Just for her as a fun You know what I mean? Yeah, it I'm probably wasn't generating a ton of money. For Nona, for Grandma. That's crazy. That's crazy. That crazy, crazy. Be, right? I had no idea. That's so interesting. It was founded in 1956. Wow. By two people and their sons. Blah blah blah. Sons, yep. Yeah, Bensonhurst, Brooklyn, 65th Street and 17th. Yeah. You weren't lying. Look at that <laughs> shit. <laughs> you were just fucking. Why the check? What he said? I had a fact <laughs> check. No, I'm not mad at that. <laughs> I was calling bullshit, and I wanted to make sure Mom that that's tomorrow. Where's the picture? Selfie, <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, we didn't have it. There was no cell phones back then. The original location closed in 2004. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, it was good. They need a citation. Bullshit. It was uh, good. You do the citation. You're like, I was first-hand eyewitness. I saw yeah. the scrapbook. Oh, nightlife in Tel Aviv? Amazing. Is it like Honestly. the Jersey Shore every night? <laughs> I went to the Jersey Shore first time <laughs> in my life. Totally like never yesterday. been. <laughs> I was like, whoa. So Did you go out at night? In no. The Jersey Shore? Was, okay, okay. Now that's dancing. Passed out. No, no, no. But I heard <laughs> stories. They like they have 25 cent beers. So they like get shit faced well, every night. Like, no thanks. 25 cent beer at a club. So nightlife in Tel Aviv. It's fun. It's known to like, you know, it's like one of the centers. Is it many small places or are there like really there's big? like big hardcore clubs okay like um there's this club that i read somewhere and heard that it has like the best sound system in all of europe or something okay i don't want to say the whole world but like the internet lies it's a called lot the block and it's like amazing sounds the block the block the block the block, the block. The block. okay uh it's cool they bring good djs like really good nights and they also have a lot of bars like, I like to go to bars, like, drink. And they have, like, pubs-looking places. Live have, music? Or yeah, like they have live music, too, but Mostly not DJ. Yeah, mostly, like, DJs. And they're really big now. Well, obviously, the whole world, like, hipster places. Where it just, it's Israel. It's freaking hot. The GI Bill did that. They sit everywhere. outside on, like, chairs, on, like, these things. <laughs> Stick Let's do it on the GI Bill. <laughs> okay, on benches. Or, like, on, on like, just plastic freaking... <laughs> I don't know, boxes and like cockroaches crawling all over your. Here floor. we go again. Back to the cockroaches. You got a cockroach like the, story. Yeah, this whole cycle. We're starting to go a line we can't cross back. I think it's like we're about to cross streams. Yeah, okay. we're talking about <laughs> so they just like they have these like areas Somehow. where there's stores around. <laughs> And like at night, the stores are closed and then they have a bar downstairs. So at night, it's a bar, but it's outside, which is cool. You know, you're sitting under like fresh air. What I can only think of is the cockroaches that might crawl on your feet, but that's just me. Are there a lot of cockroaches? Yeah. Use shoes. Go on. A lot of I don't know. Oh. And like all these hipsters come. Now you know, you know where to go. And they want to be like cool, so they sit on the sidewalk. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm still a little, I'm a little. So you bougie. don't like to eat. Outside, you don't like to well, sit on the sidewalk. Outside, just not in the hipster place. And you know, with the low-rise skinny jeans, there's a lot of butt crack diving cockroaches on the other city. <laughs> those sidewalk. are not in style anymore. So all the hipsters they wear, you know, those high, the mom jeans, the no bra, oh. and they're all look dirty. Look like diapers. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. There's like a lot of hipster shorts. Tell me how you really feel. They make me sick so in my is, stomach. Is hipster a bad Because you're like, you're like that vagina is being chafed by what? denim right now. What? He was off on a tangent of hating those shorts. And I said, yeah, because that poor vagina is being chafed by denim. The, way the, high, the high waist. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I'm wearing high waist. Yeah, but oh, no, no, that's not them. Low he's not talking about that. So I'm not bad. talking. He's <laughs> talking about mom jeans, high he's waist. Like, no, mom show jeans. me your quads, though. <laughs> Would you rather have those low waist, like back in the day, where everybody has a muffin top? Yes. No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah. serious. He was like sharpening a knife in his head. I like muffins. He had to think about it. It's like spank, bank, spank, bank. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that's better. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> 
Um, a hipster movement hipster. is just like yeah. everywhere. Is it a bad word in <laughs> so Israel? I don't know, but I think it comes from Berlin. That's what I've seen it at originally. Okay, now that it's all over the world and everybody does it, everybody pays a hundred dollars for a T-shirt that looks like it should be owned by a homeless person. Mm. You're not being original anymore. Thank God you for all you, look the same. You mm, try really yeah, hard yeah, to cheap. look not put together. You just look ridiculous. That's you know? the homogenization of the internet that did that. Like, yeah. But along with that, they also bring the like small batch everything. Cheese, beer, yeah, you know, handcraft meat everything. sandwich, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, beer, marinade, yeah. This is true. Perfume that smells like old tweed. Yeah, but yeah, but th- they also this like bring shit that's so expensive. You know what I mean? Like extremely so low price. Everything's it's, so a, it's, like, a, it's a so faux ethos. Wait a second. It's faux ethos. At the yeah. core, there that. is something desirable. They were like, we like all the best of everything. And they, so the people that brought vinyl back. Right. They, they became, wear a lot of stripes and plaid that don't match. They're faux lumberjacks. I get it. But like, it really is the commodification of like being in the antithesis. And it became the mess. Not having to wear a bra or whatever. We can oh, breastfeed yeah. anywhere there's now. A new, there's they a had new to like make law. a law. Yeah. So that... Breastfeeding moms would, would stop being harassed. They really? still get harassed. I was just right. watching but, but Jersey, someone else that that Listen, if you whip a titty out in public, I'm going to be like, that's a titty. I was talking to someone in the park the other day, a mom. <laughs> I'm just. And she was holding the baby, and she made some kind of comment about, oh, he just grabs it when blah, blah, blah. And I was like, grabs what? And I didn't understand. In that split second, There's a titty I'm like, out. And then I realized I'm like straining my neck to look at the baby latching on to her nipple. And I'm like, wow, I'm a creep now. Like, look at me. I just like broke my neck to make sure that's what's happening. That's when you're right. Got it. Later, I'm like, like do do I text this person and apologize? Like, was was that weird? Was it just uh, me? For eye raping your titty. Didn't mean to do that. Didn't know what was going on. Sorry. Yeah. No, nope, it's yeah. okay. You, you do just, look, and you're if like, you take oh, it out whoops. and you're and you're feeding your kid in public, that's that. <laughs> it wasn't awkward until now. It's like when, I, <laughs> you know? when you pee on the street and Maybe somebody sees awkward. you, you're not like up oh, peeing on the street and somebody's looking at me. You're just like up, oh, got caught. <laughs> Same thing. Well, speaking of which, you should be able to pee on the street. No. Why not? No. It's called dysentery. It would be hard. It's called the plague. There's a lot of reasons why plumbing's Excuse great. Excuse me. I don't understand this whole fight about I should feed my baby anywhere I want. I mean, you should. Wait. I don't want to work my boobs smells. out. No. It goes in the ground and back. Do you have no. a kid? No. Have you been See, outside my door? We could show you right now. <laughs> Wait, he smells. But I'm saying that it's a natural, you, it's a need, okay? It's like a baby needs to eat, you mm-hmm. need to pee. Sometimes you've never had to pee like so bad that you're like, I don't give a shit, I'm just going to pull my pants down. I'm yeah, I peed down. on the F train once back in the day no, a couple times. I usually oh, get They should have had those doors you unlocked. Go, you oh, you did have those nature. moments? I got on the train. Okay. It does smell. Second Avenue, I had to piss, and I had to get to... 75th Avenue from 2nd Avenue in the city and I was like this is a 45 minute night ride done you had to pay Bodily oh we always used to pee really between cars on the train not yeah. an F remember the or, F you couldn't, couldn't open the doors or we'd like force the elevator door open between floors and pee into the shaft Let's just yeah. never yeah. do that. Well, <laughs> I, 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 that's just, yeah, that's just so extra. No, no, hold it. That's a when you, when that's you a bad light bulb joke. Open, you like wedge it open. Super bad light bulb and joke. It'll just stop, and you're like, okay, you know, ten seconds, no one's gonna hit the alarm. You know? No, I didn't do that. Hey, it's not fair. Well, just make sure no one's in the elevator with you when you do it. What about when your grandmother was in the bathroom too long oh, and you peed in your candy dish? No. You guys never did that? No. What? <laughs> and that's a lot to do with uh, Nancy Reagan's war on drugs. I remember being in Thailand on the beaches of the little islands, Koh Phangan, Koh Tao, and it would be DEA, American, USDEA officers busting people for mushrooms and weed and whatever on the beaches. Hmm. Crazy. Crazy. In Thailand, on the beaches. That's pretty wild. How old are you? <laughs> 370. Which scars do I don't age. <laughs> He's all, there can only be one Highlander. <laughs> Jimmy Carter was president. And He's like, when you start busting Woodrow Wilson stories out, I'm leaving. My favorite uh, Teddy Roosevelt themed palindrome is a man. <laughs> 
a plan, a canal, Panama. It's so ridiculous. I worked at Teddy Roosevelt's birthplace. <laughs> I went to City As High School. I don't know, you know oh, City I High do? School? I went to City As High School and one of my internships was Teddy Roosevelt's birthplace <laughs> on like 20 whatever street. I was like a, helping the tour guides. Go I like lied in, in his bed where he was born. <laughs> like The man in the hat it. with a tan. <laughs> <laughs> he was pretty awesome though. Well yeah, I mean clearly he was the, he was the fucking yeah. OG. He was pretty dope. He was he a Roosevelt. Died, he died bullets in him. He had assassination Sure, attack. he was the and he was the and they kept the explorer in. in South America, rocking in Brazil mm-hmm. and freaking out and yeah. Rough Riders. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yay, yay! What? Rough Riders was the military organization he was a part of. In she was the DMX. American War. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> this is more garbage.